What's up, guys? Oh, <laughs> How we doing? Uh, 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 it's, I don't know what's going on with my roommate right now. He's uh, <laughs> being a little annoying. You, you okay there, Desi? Yeah, I'm good. Are you okay? I'm okay because we are back for another episode of Bachelors in the City. I'm Peter, guys. And I'm Dustin. We have some exciting things to go over. First of all, let's go over the tip jar. Um, so we swear jar, reaching- swear jar. I apologize, guys. Swear jar, no tip jar. <laughs> swear jar. Whoops. But you could give us a tip if you want to. Um, anyways, the tip jar. So <laughs> swear we have jar. some recommendation. Cool. The tip jar. I, I, I'm all. It's called the swear jar. Gosh, I'm sorry, guys. You the literally have jar. it in your document right in front of you. The swear jar, guys. We have some um, recommendations on um, what the loser. Oh, is it the loser or winner? How do we say this? It's the winner of the. If we have the most, you're the winner. It's, it's winner slash loser. So whoever, we, we've, we brought the goal post now to the 50-yard line. Instead of 100, it's 50. You're about halfway there, Dusty. I am uh, trailing you by a couple. So we, it's looking like it's looking like you're going to be the one taking this set challenge. And we got some cool, interesting challenges submitted from you guys. Yeah. First one is uh, the cinnamon challenge. I've heard of this. I've heard of this too. So I, which I think you do. You take a uh, teaspoon pour cinnamon in it, and I think you eat it all at once, if I'm correct. It's a spoonful of cinnamon. I don't understand why it's so... I feel like you just can't inhale. As long as you just, like, really quickly, like, put all your saliva on top of it in your mouth, you're good. It seems very painful. If you've seen a video, I've seen videos of them in the past, it seems very, very painful. You start coughing like crazy. That's the first one. Second one, donation to charity. So that's not bad. I think that would be a good one as well. It's always great. A little guaranteed karma. Third one. Coming your way. Shaved eyebrows. Hey, Hell that's no. just that's not they're, they're, that's not possible for me. If it happens for you, possible, but I'm, there's Hell no way I'm going to show up show up to work one day in my uniform and uh, welcome aboard my passengers with the shade. That's just not happening. So Hell to the no, not doing that. Not I got possible. Thick eyebrows. I would look crazy. The fourth one is the ice bucket challenge. That could be. It's it's that's cool. It's been done before. I think it's a little outdated. I think we 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 uh, we spice that one up, and instead of an ice bucket challenge, we do a jump in the Hudson River, and we document it. That's disgusting. That's it's entertaining. Plus, you could die. I wouldn't know from the current. They said the current will take you right under. Plus, you're gonna get all kinds of bacteria infections. We would have there. we would have one of those little ringy dingy life jacket things we could throw and, and save okay. the other if need be. Okay, not a fan. No, not a fan. All right, guys. Well, we love we love the uh, the input. We're gonna keep it going. We have, like I said, we're halfway there with Dusty. If I catch up, you know that'll be the case. But today we have a very fun guest joining us on the pod, Juliet Lipman. Uh, you most likely recognize that name. Uh, very very talented host of her own podcast, Bachelor Party. She analyzes The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. Bachelor in Paradise, and goes into extreme detail with guests that include people from Bachelor Nation, fellow super fans, and her ringer colleagues. Dusty and I have both had the pleasure of going on Juliet's podcast in the past, kind of when uh, our respective seasons were airing, so it's going to be fun to catch up with her. And uh, Dusty, I think uh, without further ado, we bring on Juliet. Let's get into it. All right, Juliet, what is going on? Long time no see. I know. It has been a while. Long time no see. It's been a long time. So 
I think I was on your podcast. Like two years ago. 2019, right after yeah. The Bachelorette, right? Yeah. The, the season hadn't even wrapped yet. And I think it was like you had you had just been sent home. Oh, no. If I recall correctly. Oh, Sorry. No. Tragic. Harsh. Tragic. Yeah, I remember I, uh, I came in. I was on the, one of the press tours. I came in yeah. into your uh, studio. Yeah. And did, uh, we talked to Seahawks. I remember that. Yes. <laughs> it was all football. Marsh, Marshawn Lynch, beast mode at the one-yard line. Yeah, exactly. It's all, it's all coming back. <laughs> exactly. So to get started, how long have you been doing this, this podcast? Oh, my God. So what season, what season did you start with? So I used to work at ESPN. I worked for this website called Grantland. And in the summer of 2012, me and my good friend, David Jacoby, started doing a reality TV podcast called The Right Reasons. And God, so I think the first season we covered was Emily Maynard, her and Jeff with 1F. And then I've been doing it ever since, basically. Um, And then I left ESPN and then in uh, 2015. And then I started doing Bachelor Party the first season, I think, was Ben's season when he was The Bachelor. I think that was the, that was the first one. So I've been doing this an embarrassingly long time, covered a lot, and I watched the show even before that. So yeah, I mean, it's been like nine years of, to- of total reality TV podcasting, and Bachelor Party itself is almost six years old. Legendary. Six years That's old. Crazy. Awesome. So okay, so you started at ESPN and then transferred over to the reality world. Yeah, so the, so the Ringer still covers sports and pop culture, so... I do. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I do like, I used to cover the NBA really closely and I still love it. I just mostly do pop culture, forward-facing stuff. My real job is I'm head of production for The Ringer, so I oversee all of our podcasts. This is a side oh, hustle. Oh, wow, very cool. Thanks. To get back on the sports subject, who was your favorite basketball team? Or who were you You know, for? I grew up a Nets fan, though I grew up in New York City, but I was really into like the Jason Kidd, Carrie Kittles, Keith Van Horn teams. I still have a Carrie Kittles jersey. Um, but now I'm just a Clay Thompson fan. It's been tough for the last couple of years, but I'm really looking oh, yeah. forward to the next season. Um, I just love Clay. He reads the newspaper before every game, which is the best. <laughs> and he's like so goofy and one of the best shooters of all time. What's not to love? It's very true. Yeah, it's true. He's 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 legendary. He's yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for him to come back. Absolutely, I, I feel like too the uh, the Nets. Unfortunately, I mean, hey, all all the credits to the Bucks, but Kyrie doesn't go down. I don't think uh, Bucks are taking it. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, they're one Kevin Durant smaller shoe size away from from That's winning, true. from losing. That so. hurts. Smaller shoe size. <laughs> that, that hurts. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a good season though. So yeah, how seriously. would you? So I'm curious. How would you say? You did this, breaking into Bachelor Nation as someone who was never on the show. Like, mm-hmm. how have you created such a, you know, huge platform and place where all these, you know, Bachelor Nation folks want to come to? Well, that's a very nice question, first of all. So thank you. Um, I th- I think just like, I think just being like genuinely a fan of television and and like just like kind of buying into it. It's just, I, I think really like when we worked at, when I worked at Grantland, really approached like a sport and that was a big piece of it. And so, you know, we we're just really enthusiastic. Also, when I started doing this in 2012, there weren't that many podcasts about The Bachelor. Like now there's like so, there's so many, but <laughs> like, I think that was like back in the sort of like beginning of podcasting and so many reality TV people, like when we used to cover Vanderpump Rules and it first started, they were mostly like servers, you know, who worked at a restaurant. And so the fact right. that like we were talking about them every week was kind of like weird. Now it's totally normal. And that's just how people, people do podcasts or whatever. But it was kind of a new thing back then. And then, you know, I just like, 
I really like interviewing people. I really like people. And I, I like just um, naturally ask a million questions with probably too many. I think it might be awkward on a date. Um, but <laughs> but uh, I think that then sort of like that can just like lend, lead to friendships. And I've been lucky to like befriend some people from the bachelor world um, who've become really good friends. Like, you know, like Rachel Lindsay works with The Ringer. She's got a Ringer podcast too. And so that's been helpful. And yeah, I think also starting out at ESPN with such a big platform, that was really useful as well. And I, I just think also in general, like when you are enthusiastic about something and try to like just be like fairly earnest about it, people like that. So I, that's how I try. I try not to say anything on the podcast that I wouldn't say to your face. Like, Peter, I know I've insulted you, but I think most of the things <laughs> I've said, oh, I would say to your yes. face. I would be like, yeah, yeah let's talk I'm- about it. I feel like, yeah, you did say some things to my face when I came in there. <laughs> wait, 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 what'd she say? What'd she say? I, I, dude, I've, heard, I've heard it all. I've heard so much. I couldn't tell you exactly details, but no, I think that's a good way to be. Because because a lot of these keyboard warriors are a little annoying, you know, so I, that's, I have respect for people like you that can say it, you know, back it up and not hide behind a little keyboard, so... Yeah, I mean, you know, if we're going to talk about your bad decisions, let's do it face to face. Yes. Hey, I'm always down for some <laughs> self-growth and uh, talking it out. <laughs> Never hurt anyone. So yeah. thank you for your, uh, for your disses. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> for your disses. What's, what's your favorite season? I'm just curious. Um, I think I loved Hannah's season. I just thought it was such good entertainment. Also, coincidentally, I, I, um, wasn't covering it as closely. I covered like half of it. And then I, and then I, I took the rest of half the season off for like personal reasons. I was on leave from work. And so I think I like really enjoyed it because I didn't have to cover it for work. So that was really fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Caitlin's season was awesome. That was like a great one. I just like when things go haywire, essentially. So like, and also both of those, you know, were like empowered women, which I thought was cool. Um, so I really liked those. I loved Ben's season. I think those are like my three favorites. I mean, I think Jason Mesnick's is also like just really good. I think it's still on Netflix. So you go back, go back and watch it. That's a, an OG one. That's um, right. They do have a couple Netflix yeah. ones. But I think those are my favorite. I think that like Hannah's Final Four, including Peter, was just like a great group, like for television purposes. Like the Luke stuff was obviously. Wait, did you crazy. just give me a, a compliment? Yeah, oh, I wow. can't believe it. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Julie, are you okay? I know. I might have had a stroke. <laughs> so that was really good and then you know with Caitlin like everything just sort of like went off script so that was like fun to watch and like analyze and there were and um you know I think the combination uh I always forget they're on the same season but the combination of Ben and Nick both being on that and like they're both so verbal and really like in touch with their feelings and happy to talk about it and I'm I'm friends with both of them so I feel like I can it's not a brag, I'm just saying, but I feel like that was a really, a really good soft flex, soft flex. Yeah, yeah soft flex. It was a, that was a really good one, and yeah, I just like when things go crazy, like when you you can't expect it. Like I think this season has, you know, they're really they're really hemmed in by COVID and having to stay in New Mexico and and whatever. And so I think it's just been like a little predictable, and some of the the fighting has just been really boring to me. But yeah, yeah, I just like when people do crazy stuff. Who have you, for this season going on right now, Katie's season, who do you like, who do you love, or who do you dislike, and who do you love? I don't trust Greg. I just, bad vibes. I, I don't either. A lot of people say either. that. A lot of people say that. That's crazy, right? I just feel like Is it because he's taking acting classes? That's, that's, that's a big part of it. I'm talking about. Yeah, that's part of it for sure. I, and that wasn't even it for me. I just feel like he's, I almost feel bad for Katie because I feel like Katie's much more into him than he is into her. 
And he's just like trying to sell it a little bit more than is actually there if, if I'm trying to read it. So um, I feel you on that. I think also he just seems so familiar. Like I feel like part of the charm of the show is when they bring someone on who you're just like, how is this person real? Like my coworkers and I were and are obsessed with Tyler. And we're just like, how is this person real? Like, how is this an actual human in the world? Like, we didn't know about before. (laughs) And I feel like Greg is so regular. I'm just like, I don't need to have Greg on television. I can go to any bar down the street in New York City and meet a Greg. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know. So I'm not, I'm not that into him. Really like Andrew S. Um, Let's go, Andrew. Did you know him before the show, Dustin? Yeah, I referred him on the show. Oh, you did? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, great guy. I knew he's got great energy. I knew, I I don't think I knew Katie was going to be the bachelorette when I referred him, but I knew anybody would just love him because he's just got that that energy. I always tell people your your energy is your best currency and he's Mm. just got the, the best energy. Yeah, he really, he seems really wonderful. He seems like the best hang by far. Like there's not even a question. Also, I, I mentioned this on my pod a few times, but he was seen drinking a beer on the show, which like is so uncommon. No one drinks beer because they don't want the calories. And I was just like, nice, he's going for it. <laughs> um, so that was exciting to me. I feel like this is- I guess that is right, yeah. Usually they're like more cocktails, you're right. Wh- whiskey, sometimes wine. It seems like a lot of low calorie liquor with a mixer. And men drink whiskey. Peter, what was your drink? Yeah, what kind of beer did we have? Uh, what was my drink? I, uh, oh, I did a lot of like, oh, yeah, vodka Red Bulls for sure. I, I was just, I feel like Greg's probably in, process, really into so. that too. Don't you think Greg's probably a vodka <laughs> Red Bull guy? Wow. <laughs> you really, uh, <laughs> just, okay, <laughs> go for it. Honestly, Shots. it was mainly just, it was Red Bull. I wasn't even really right. drinking, I was just trying to stay alive. Uh, just because I was so exhausted. But oh, JPJs too. JPJs were uh, JPJs. A staple that? that was from Hannah's season. So Chardonnay and Red Bull. Yeah, we're big Red Chardonnay Bull fans. Red Bull. That sounds absolutely disgusting. It's the JBJ. <laughs> it's not bad actually. It's it's pretty delicious. John Paul Jones. Back back to Andrew. Back to Andrew. Yeah, I, I liked him. I also I feel like I would like Justin too. But we, we don't know anything about Justin. Like I feel like I feel like he's in the final three. But I'm like, who is this guy? Just his facial expressions, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I don't know too the much about of facial expressions. I don't know. We have a lot of personalities, though. I think. Uh, well, who do you think is gonna? Who, who do you think is gonna win it all, or who she's gonna end up with? I mean, it really has seemed like Greg. I, I mean, I, I can't believe no, they'd be stop it. I can't believe they'd what? be matching on two dates and then they wouldn't end up together. But um, I don't know. She also seems Blake. to have a lot of chemistry with Blake. So one of them, I guess. One like, of them. It would be I crazy feel- if Blake won. I don't know why, but I just like that would be nuts. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Like in a good way or a bad way? I just never would have guessed from watching Tasha's season that like Blake would go on to be someone's final two. Not because he's not great, but because he doesn't seem well suited to the show. Okay. I mean, I don't know if he's great. I don't know him. But like, I just feel like he's got like this goofiness to him that doesn't usually land you in the final two, but does land you in paradise or whatnot. I could see that. I will say though, I feel like they have great chemistry. Like yeah. they they truly get along. I I don't see anything like what they have. I wanted it to be uh to be Andrew. Obviously it wasn't the case, but um I personally think it's going to be Blake. So, we'll see. I think uh I think Andrew needs to be the next bachelor. 
I think it's going to be really hard for whoever gets to be Bachelor to get the job because there's still a whole another season to go, and they literally have three seasons of Bachelorette to pick from. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, shoot. That. I didn't even think about that. Damn. Yeah. I oh, mean, there's Lord. so That's many true. options. Like, I don't know. What about Ivan? Ivan uh, he is a great dude, too. I am all yeah. the Ivan. Met him uh, well, a couple months ago when he came out here. But he was he going to? He's in paradise. He's in paradise. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he he so might he may, be, may or may might, not be taken. He might be taken. Just, all right. Well, all right. If if it wasn't Andrew right now from the two previous seasons, who would be your number one pick? I think it's Ivan. I loved him on Tasia's season. He was great. Um, okay. I think he's my top pick. I can't think of anyone else who I think would be as good. Also, he's very. Um, he just like. I had him on my pod. It was a really easy conversation. feel like he's also open to a lot of different things. Although, I, when I had him on my show, he was like, I'm not going to paradise. I'm going to have a girlfriend by then. So, I guess that didn't work out. <laughs> so, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> hey, a little bit of chaos. Never hurt the, uh, the Bachelor, right? Sure. Sure, sure. Did they try oh, to get good. either of you to go? Uh, they did. <laughs> 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 that they did. Uh, I honestly, so so I I was like, for me, I was like, eh. I, in my whole thought process, I'm like, that's probably the worst possible uh, outcome ever for me to go on this possible season. A lot of my exes are probably going to be there, mm-hmm. you know, from uh, exes if you want to call them exes, girls. Exes on season. the beach. Exes um, on the beach. I just I saw like a lot of potential for like that to go really bad. And I was still considering it just because, like, for the experience, like, I'm always someone that, like, I'll try anything once. But I don't know. I I think I was saved by my career. It came through again, and I ended up getting my class date for United Airlines. So congratulations. It ended up happening in May when they were going to start filming. So I was like, well, there we go. That's my answer. And uh, did not go. Dusty, what about you? Uh, Yeah, it just didn't work out. You've been, just been cast as a contestant on The Bachelor. Ivan is The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a little bit of a affinity for Ivan there. So. Sure. Kind of, yeah. What is... Well, A, are you accepting? To go on the Would show? Would you go on the show? Absolutely yeah. not. No. No. Zero percent chance. Resounding well, no. In this in this world, you are. So let's... let's okay. So wait, in, the alternate, on be, be, in the alternate universe. The, <laughs> alternate universe. But, but also, but why was that such a quick no? I don't want to go on television. It's just not for me. I barely want to look at myself on the screen as I talk to you guys right now. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I also think I'm, I'm, uh, I'm the most fun in person. So let's just, you know, let's just meet. I, I don't know. TV's not for me. Also, um, okay. I really like my job and I wouldn't be willing to leave it. It's I have a great job. True. I really enjoy it. And it's like a huge part of my life. So I, I wouldn't walk away from it. Well, lucky in this story, you are going to leave of absence with paid leave. <laughs> they have great and- <laughs> Um, you do love being on television. Okay. All right. So what is your strategy? With Ivan? Yeah. How are you? Like, first of all, what's your limo entrance? Oh, my God. Well, I hope that I would, uh, people would have a lot of confidence in me, so I wouldn't need to have anything too ridiculous. Um, Because that's usually a bad sign, right? When you need to have a a flashy entrance. It's just Mm -hmm. that right amount. Yeah, right amount. Sure. I think I think that Michael A did a really good job with Katie with the pocket watch that then he could like reference on the way out last week or this this week. I think we saw that. Yeah, this week. 
So I feel like I would I would try to I would go back and like crush some tape on Ivan and see what he was into and like talking about with Tasha and like bring something that I, I knew he would like personally connect with or whatever. Very smart. Probably something to do with financing or investing. He's or a like big space. numbers guy, right? Isn't he an aeronautical space? engineer? Yeah, he's an aerospace engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe or, I'd yeah. wear like a, a trendy NASA t-shirt that I got at Urban Outfitters or something like that. You know? Dustin's got That'd one of those. Idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you get it at Urban Outfitters? I got a hoodie too. I love, I love, I love NASA stuff. You love like, space? Love. I love oh, space. Yeah. I, I don't want to go I, to space. But I just I, did, space. I don't get this. I just did a poll on my Instagram when they did the uh, what Jeff Bezos launch mm-hmm. into space. I was like, all right, who would go into space if you could? It's like eighty percent no. I like, would not go. Is? Absolutely not. I mean, yeah. you're a pilot. You have a different perspective. You're up in the air all the time. But as a landbound person, I would absolutely never go to space. It seems so oh lonely God. and far. I'm not saying like stay out there forever. Like go be one of those people that are going to colonize Mars. Just like go up there for like a day or two. <laughs> Enjoy some like weightlessness. Forget I think, that. I love Earth too much. I think I would um, have too many deep thoughts. I would just want to get away from them and would want to come back to Earth. Okay. Well, fair enough. All right. So nothing crazy, extravagant, something that, you know, connects with them. I, I get would that. research him. Um, yeah. You'd research, you research him. him. I feel like The Bachelor would- is like the only place where it's it's openly acceptable to like research the person you're going on a date with. Like it's not. Well, I don't know. What's like a what's deep, his name? Like a deep um, Google. Beyond a deep Google. Hunter, Hunter got ridiculed for that on this season. Accused of too much research. I mean, why wouldn't you research? I, that's just so ridiculous. Like, be prepared. You should research. I didn't true. research. I should. Very true. I think Hannah was, was kind happen. of hard to research because she ended up being a bachelorette that I don't think anyone would have predicted based on her time on Colton season. She is so much, so much better as a lead than she was as a contestant. I didn't know she was going to be the bachelorette until I got there. Until, until why didn't you ask out. any questions? They wouldn't tell me. Oh, they would not tell. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they filmed me. when we got there. They filmed the. It was like the live, or the, oh, that's yeah, when that's I saw what, Dustin for the first yeah, time. That's, yeah. where I that's when I found out. Oh, you were at the um after the final rose. Yeah, they said you're gonna meet her tonight. I'm like, all right, and then like on live television, I'm like, oh shit, damn, I was scared shitless. I was so I was so terrified. Wow, I couldn't even. I, I blacked out on live television for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that many times. Many times. Blacked out. Oh man. All right, so we went over um. All right, so you won, by the way. Thanks. You won Ivan's heart. Thank you so great, much. We, we just needed to hear the limo entrance and, uh, yeah, sealed it. I, I think I think that I would be a really bad contestant. I would just be like, I wouldn't be into the competition. I would also just need, like, a lot of reassurance. I would just be like, what are we doing here? Is this worth it? Like, I would just need to, like, have a... I, I just, it would work for me. Would you be... A, do you think you'd be a good bachelorette? Like, the lead, not one of the contestants? Mm, I think I'd find it fun, probably. I don't sleep very much to begin with, so I think the sleep deprivation would not affect me. Um, so oh, that'd be a plus. So you'd be great at it. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't want to. I just don't want to be on television. So it's just just a negative. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll just listen to your voice. And, thanks. Uh, <laughs> you'll grace us with your voice. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> if there's no TV from Juliet. All right. So you told us that your your favorite season. So we had Ben, uh, Jason, mm-hmm. Hannah. Hannah and Caitlin. What are your, yeah. And Caitlin, least favorite seasons, and please don't say mine. <laughs> well, yours was entertaining, though a shit show. <laughs> um, my least favorite seasons, Ari, for sure. Although the finale made up Wait, for why? it. Wait, why? Just, he was really boring. Like, he just said, I love that all the time. I feel like people said I said that a lot, too. And I like, got a lot of the same comments, but. I don't, I don't remember you saying that as much. But um, the finale was okay. insane. I mean, that was an unprecedented television event. So, like, I think of that almost like 
in a silo. So that was crazy, but um, that was good. I did not like Chris Soul's season. Like, I, you know, I watched this show like really closely. I watch each episode twice. I just, you know, it's, oh, it's wow. like covering, covering a sport. I couldn't tell you what Chris Soul's voice sounded like. Like, I just found him to be such a snooze. I was just like, this is uninteresting. Um, mm-hmm. And then Becca's season, I wasn't that into either. Although I do like Blake a lot. And I'm trying, and, and like I, but I just found that like not that, not that riveting. It was kind of tough. That was sort of when the show became like hashtag problematic um, with Garrett and stuff. Oh, yeah. What did you think of uh, Jake, Jake the pilot, Jake Babelka? He was my first season. Oh, my God. It's a great introduction to the show. I mean, Jake. Yeah. Still got me hooked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a wild season. It was great. Jake, I mean, and then the fight with Vienna that Chris Harrison mediated was another television event. So, yeah, I mean, I think just like around that time, the sort of the two Brad seasons, um, Jake Pavelka and Jason Mesnick was like very good television. And it just was a really different era of reality TV. So like that was like around 2009-ish. And mm-hmm. um, at that t- at that point, like people understood reality TV had like been around for like, you know, 10 years at that point. But like not everyone yeah. knew exactly what to expect all the time. And and it, there was not like a mastery of it. It was like pre-Kardashians or they were just starting out at that time. And so... It was just a really different era where I feel like people just kind of like did crazier stuff on television. Now, I think one of the challenges with all reality TV, not just The Bachelor, but it's just like people know what they're doing. And they're also younger people, younger than all of us, are so accustomed to having cameras in their face all the time because that's just how they live their yeah. lives. So it's not so like sensational, like both both good and good and bad ways for TV. So it's a little bit of a different era, but I think that's why those earlier seasons are so fun. It's because people just act crazy and they don't really know what they're doing. Very good point. What, what do you think? And I'll tell you, I, I've had like one idea. What do you think the show could do? And I know travel obviously is is hurting it, you know, a little bit because mm-hmm. people love watch. I, I love watching it for travel and, you know, switching it up every week. What's something the show could do to kind of like spice it up a little bit? Like not kind of feel like it's in such a repetitive mode. See, like there's so many things I think that are, you know, repeated season yeah. after season conversations, just the the format. Have you ever thought of that? Like, there's one thing you could change? Yeah, totally. At one point, I was like, they should do two bachelors or bachelorettes at the same time. Like, and have like... And, and well, they did. I know, but for the whole season, not just for... Oh, whole season. Yeah. Kind of how... I think that would be good. I mean, they did that for Jersey Shore with Polly, DJ Polly yeah, and, and, Vinny. Uh, and Vinny. That was actually really hilarious. And they got a little jealous because girls would go back and forth. To, that yeah, exactly. Actually, really that would idea. be a good idea. Yeah, that yeah, would be fun. Season. Um... And then I think I think they need to like just uh, integrate more aspects of actual dating, like people. That's exactly like, what I was going to say. Yeah, like I actually talked about this on my show a few months ago um, with Jared Freed, but like he had the idea that like you should have a budget, like the Bachelor or the Bachelorette should have a budget, and they should have to plan a date and like actually plan it. Like this is what we can do with X number of dollars, or like. One of our other ideas that I'm particularly fond of is um, married friends game night, where like you have to have like a game night with your married friends to see how it goes, um, and just like oh. a- just more actual dating stuff and less like tell us how you're feeling right now. Like let's like see how people act together. I think that's another right. thing the show is really missing. Is like when mm. I was watching the tell all, there's like all this stuff from like the slam ball date that actually would have been interesting to see. Like we don't we're not really getting a good feel for who people are. And I missed that. I think that's one of the reasons why Hannah's season was so good is because, like, by the time we got to the Final Four, I felt like we knew who you four were really well. And you also all were really different. And that also was true of Tasha's Final Four as well. It's like, I feel like I have a good feeling for all four of these guys. And again, they're all really different. So I think yeah. we just need more actual personality. I agree. 
but it just seems like it's always the 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 biggest part of the conversation is you know I really think this is working for us. I really feel like we're headed in the right direction. Like this is a really tough process, but it's like that same conversation yeah. is literally repeated over and over. Like say some funny stuff, say some like crazy childhood stories. Like I agree, let people get to connect a little bit more with with the contestants. What do you think's next for Bachelor Nation? Well, you think this is going to keep on for another 20 years or I don't know. You think it's at the end of the road? I don't think it's at the end of the road. Anecdotally, I've heard a lot that um like a new generation is finding it, like younger women who are like in their teen, teens or early 20s. I, I think mm-hmm. I think it'll continue to evolve. Um I do think it's at a bit of a crossroads and they need to like think about the format a little bit. Probably need to bring in some, in some new people to mix things up a little bit. Like, so what do you think of, of Caitlin and Tasha? I don't love them as hosts. I think that, um, you know, Chris Harrison, sort of like how you feel about him aside, he was like the face of the franchise and he was a character in the world. And Caitlin and Tasha, I think both have like um, too much almost like going on outside of the, of the, of the show that we know about to like, that it makes it hard to buy into them as like the some sort of like, you know, like stewards of the franchise, basically. I think they just really need like a professional host. I will say that I think they've gotten better as time has gone mm-hmm. on the last few months. But I don't know. I would like someone who is like more of like a consultant and confidant. And I know they were trying to do that with Katie. And obviously, you know, she had a lot of like conversations with them. But I think that I think that you miss the sort of like father figure that Chris Harrison was in in a way and um good point yeah and I, I don't know like it feels like there kind of needs to be like a parent almost <laughs> um I don't know and and like no shots at them yeah I, I hear you kind of like that figure that kind of moderates it and kind of leads you know the whole journey along and um I, I definitely think yeah they give a unique uh twist which is cool I think they're, they're doing a good job yeah Again, it's I've hard. Always said no one's no one's gonna replace Chris but um just because of what he's meant to the franchise but um, I think it's a unique twist, you know, just obviously having that female perspective too, especially with Katie with the Bachelorette. And yeah, it's interesting. I'm I'm curious. I don't know. I I feel like I feel like it's. I don't know if I'm saying like the next season or two, but I feel like the momentum is is kind of it's just shifting. stalled. Yeah, you know, it's it's gonna be tough to like. This is a bad season, I think. But I think I think honestly, like it, you have to be fair. It's it's the travel, yeah. really. People, it's just a little bit boring sometimes to watch the same exact place over and over. Like you can't, you can only do so many dates. You see them, they're literally doing dates in like rooms, you know, because yeah. they can't do these extravagant adrenaline junkie dates or whatnot. Who would you want to see as a host? Do you have anyone in mind that you would love to see as a host? It's really tough. I think someone like someone who is kind of like a little bit funny like i would get someone who's like has like some jokes in them what do you think of a david spade i heard he's going on paradise yeah they have like a whole bunch of people in paradise i don't i don't think david spade is the answer but i think like david spade maybe like 20 years ago would be kind of funny i think adam sandler would be great (laughs) i was just thinking about that too i was thinking about rob schneider (laughs) although i think he's like maybe gone off the deep end um i don't know exactly (laughs) that's it's really it's really hard but like you know yeah I think some, but like, I think like hosting is a job, like as you guys know from doing your podcast, it's hard. It's not like you can just like step into it. You have to have a real like social grace and the gravity. And like, it's just, it's a difficult thing to do. And I think they need someone who has like a lot of reps already and like actually is a host. I think they should get a woman too. I think it would be cool to mix it up. Also, I think it'd be kind of fun to watch a woman give the male bachelor like feedback in real time. That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And like, instead of having like a father figure, having like a mother figure or something like that, 
Sure, for sure. But like someone like takes it seriously and isn't like too big a fan of show of the show. Did you? What I've always thought. I know. I mean, you said a woman would be great too, and I, and I agree. But I always thought either Ben or Nick would mm-hmm. absolutely kill it as a host. Thoughts on that? I think Ben would be good because he would take it really seriously. Did, I mean, he took the Bachelor Live show really seriously. I think you need that. Like, yeah. you, need, you need someone who like buys in, right? So mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think Nick is in a good spot with his podcast where he can kind of like be part of the Bachelor world, but isn't like inside of it. So he has like a little bit of distance and can say a little bit more of what he wants. Sure. Very good points. Hey, you know what? Maybe you should become the next host. I told you I don't want to be on TV. <laughs> and they can just like blow your face out like every, every episode. Wear a mask. It's the like the mask singer. Mystery woman. <laughs> yes, the mask bachelorette. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the twist we need for the show. <laughs> yeah. Emmanuel Acho. I thought he was really good for after the final rose. I mean, that was in a really impossible spot to be in and he handled it well. I don't know if long-term he should be the host. I also don't know if he would want that based on his work. Like, I think he's interested in doing other stuff, but I, yeah. I liked him. He got a lot of flack. I thought it was a really hard spot he was put in and I thought he did a good job. I mean, I would like to erase Matt's season from my memory though. It was just very tricky. I think they'll have to decide how much they want the new host to be like a character. And I don't know the answer to that. Depends a lot on who it is. I guess we'll, well see what happens. But um, uh, Julia, thank you so much. Do you want to let everyone know where they can find you? Yes, please listen to Bachelor Party. It's a podcast, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Comes out Monday nights and Thursday mornings. On Thursdays, I have Callie Curry with me. And um, we're talk all things Bash, some other shows as well. And check out theringer.com. What's up, our third roomies? Today, we get a question from Tasa. And her question for us is, she wants to know, who do we think snores the loudest? It's not Tasa, it's Tasha. Tasha, many, many apologies. So, so sorry. Um... (laughs) Had a misprint there with your name. Tasha, we owe you. Okay. And um, drink on us. So hopefully you live in the city. Um, And now we got to give you a really funny story about some snoring. Something that we weren't going to go as deep into maybe to make it up to you. Oh, really? Well, (laughs) Dustin for sure is the... uh, is the loudest. I don't think I even snore. I How got am I the loudest? I don't snore either. What do you mean? Dude, you snore when you laugh, okay? I, or you, that's you snort. That's or not, you snort. You snort. You snort. That's, that's snort. not snoring. That's snorting. Well, let me just tell you that two you and Sophie things. are perfect for each other. You are two peas in a pod. You are the perfect father-daughter combination because you guys are the loudest sleepers I've ever heard. And Pete, you the, never heard me sleep. <laughs> Get out of here. What are you talking about? Pete doesn't <laughs> allow me to sleep. Pete bangs on my door at 12 a.m. It's because you won't stop snoring. <laughs> waking me up to go out. Get out of here. Sorry about that. Uh, our third roommate <laughs> didn't want you to get into this roommate fight. But. Wow, we are dragging. <laughs> dude, we already pronounced Tasha's name wrong. We, we can't drag her into this fight. Tasha, this she's is gotta nothing, be, she's our third nothing roommate, so she's to do with you, Tasha. Here. She's got to be in this. But no, no Tasha, I, I don't snore. Sorry, Justin is an angel. Sophia does snore nonstop. Bless her little heart. I don't know. I need to check and see if Pete snores too. So you know what I do? I have an issue with bruxism. 
I have chipped many, many teeth. <laughs> My dentist loves me. I, I have bruxism. And, I, and I, it's gotten so bad. So apparently I used to do it. The first time I ever realized I was grinding my teeth was we'd every summer when we grew up, we'd go up to upstate New York. I have a summer house up there. My brother and I, normally we, would, we wouldn't sleep with each other, but in this house, we would, uh, there was two twin beds, so we would share a room. And I literally have memories of my brother <laughs> literally smacking me in the face with a pillow and strangling me to wake up because I was annoying him so much with grinding my teeth. It was, it got that bad. Like he, he would be furious with me and like yelling at me. And I had no idea what was going on. Like I was so delirious and everything. Um, and my brother could not stand it. And then years went by and the dentist could tell that I had some wear and tear that was, you know, from bruxism and whatnot. So I'm not a snore, but I grind my teeth. So I have to wear a nice, you know, sexy mouth guard every night when I go to sleep. And, um, that's my uh, <laughs> <All right. laughs> poor sleeping story. <laughs> okay, well, a little off subject, but uh, all right, here we are. Uh, well, I don't Dasha, snore, so. thank you so much for your question. We enjoyed it. Um, so, yes, Peter is the loudest. <sighs> all right, sorry, guys. I live with the perfect roommate. He's an angel. I have to roll out the red carpet with him wherever he goes. He can do no wrong. So I do no wrong. Thank you, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed Bachelor Party with Juliet blast with her as always and look forward to seeing you guys next week i am peter and i am dustin and we are bachelors in the city all right take care guys bachelors in the city is hosted by me peter weber and me dustin kendrick this podcast is produced by red rock music and powered by acast our producer is red yokum and our associate producer is emma martins be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at redrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.